creating content that shows who you are and attracts the people you want to work with. My name is Trey McLeddy and I'm building my company, McLeddy Media, into the best real estate content marketing company in the world. Welcome to my podcast where I'll be teaching you everything I learned on how to build a better business and market yourself to get the right customers. Yeah. When, when it comes to your primary business, that's the financial planning business. That's my life, funds my life. The rest yeah. funds hopefully my retirement. <laughs> and, you've, and you've got a partner in that, in, that, in that other business. I think one big thing is having a partner that will supplement your strengths and hold up and kind of patch your weaknesses can be hard to find sometimes. And you've been with your partner for a really long time. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you manage that relationship with your partner, how you've had such a successful partnership because you built such a successful business and he's your partner in this other business Correct. too. So can you talk to me about that partnership? Yeah, I think some of what, you know, you never know how a partnership's going to go. And yeah. most of them, from what I've heard, I mean, I, might, I think my experience has been somewhat unique from what I've been told. Five, six years is a long end and then they kind of dissolve, you know. So I think one thing that helped us was we, we came along in the financial business at the same time and kind of um, bounced everything off. We were growing our businesses at the same time before we combined them. Um, when we did combine them, he was a little further along than me. And so um, the way we structured it was um, expenses were 50-50. Revenue was based on what you made. You know, So it was like, I'm not trying to ride your coattails and sit back here and not do anything and then make more off you. And then it came to a point where they evened out and we just combined everything up. So it was never... And since then, it's never been a, hey, I'm trying to get one up on you. Or, um, you know, it's like, no, hey, you, maybe it, it, you benefited this time, I benefit next time. It works. It all works out in the end. Um, again, I think certain things, um, he's more go, go, go without thinking, starting new things. I'm more, let me look at it. Let me analyze it. Let me see if it works. It'll do the numbers crunch. And so it's still a good take. Like sometimes he pushes me, even though I'm trying to hold back. Sometimes I hold him back when he's trying to run forward, and it's a good kind of yin and yang kind of. Has balance. that ever caused any issues? Uh, no, I mean obviously there's times we have some uh, heated disagreements, but we always come around to. And how does that? How do you guys come around? How do you guys deal with that? I just keep hashing it out, you know. And we usually find a compromise somewhere in the middle, you know. I mean, I've also been married 20 plus years, and with my wife. We were getting close to 30, so I'm used to, you know, got to compromise and yeah. those sorts of things. So you got to find that middle ground. Like, okay, well, you know, again, this time maybe he comes a little bit my way. Next time I go a little bit his way, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I think some, too, is we're both, we still both have that entrepreneurial spirit where we want to grow. We're not looking to just sit here and, and okay, we have a successful business. I just want to sit on it. I think certain types of personalities um, – you know, I had people ask me when we started this thing in Alaska, could you still put yourself at risk of losing, you know, money and different things and time? Um, why would you do that when you're already successful at something to show that I can? That's kind of a ridiculous statement, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just to show I mean, that I can. Dude, you can, why, why would, if there's a great opportunity in front of you, why well, wouldn't you go and take yeah. it? And it's, you know, it's, I think if you are that certain kind of person, I mean, I know there's people out there that are just happy you know, uh, work for the same company for 30 years and enjoy a nice retirement. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that if that's the path you like. But some of us, it's just accomplishment, accomplishment. I always have to have some sort of goal out there for something 
to achieve, to achieve, to achieve, you know? Yeah. Well, my life is more, like, I run my life more about how can I feel fulfilled than how much, like, it's not always correlated to money. No. It's not always, oh, how can I retire and live a comfortable life, but how can I feel fulfilled in the things that I do? Because money allows you to do different things, but the more that you can live your life without having money provide happiness to you and provide fulfillment, the happier you're going to be. There's people oh, that have absolutely. no money that are happier absolutely. than the majority of the people in the U.S., but it's because they have fulfillment spending time with their family and their friends and outside and endeavors. It's, it's one of the big draws to the Alaska Project for me, too, was I enjoy the outside. I enjoy fishing and hunting and just exploring and uh, being that that's the kind of thing it is being out there, the fresh air, outdoors. Yeah. And, you know, that it's one of the things that kind of the, the yes, the, the final thing that just was like, yeah, we should do this. You own your own vacation. You literally own your own vacation business. I you know. I mean, I go up there. I, brought, I think I brought back 50 pounds of fish this year. Just oh, my gosh. There. You know, um, I've seen humpback whales bubble feeding 15 feet away, um, you know, wild bears, eagles, many eagles as you can count, you know. Oh, my gosh. That's salmon awesome. everywhere, like salmon on a, on a spawn, which is really impressive, the number of salmon and just kind of stuff you see in magazines or on TV that, um, you know, I haven't been able to just check it out. And you're seeing it in person. You own the business that's that's allowing you to go do it. That's really cool, dude. So partnership, you you mentioned that you've been married for 20-plus years. Mm -hmm. I always hear the saying that a partnership is like a marriage, right? When when your business business partner is like your your marriage partner, you are in it for the long haul. Like, it's your business together. You guys are both making decisions. Not one person can make all the decisions and can't strong arm you have to make that compromise do you feel like how how much do you feel like being married has helped you navigate that partnership as well oh yeah it's it's a mirror image of itself i mean i talk to him as much as i talk to my wife it's a daily whatever the sum is obviously um we're friends on top of being partners at this point but um do a lot of things together sporting events all kinds of things but um you know whether it's um you know just frivolous talk or hey we actually have business stuff to talk to it's a daily talk wow daily oh yeah we talk daily um so how important do you feel like that constant communication is for you guys relationship oh it is because nothing slides kind of through the cracks you know or nothing festers or anything like that so if there is an issue it's going to get talked about it's going to be apparent you know so um you know that communication is key marriage and a partnership that you know we have communication. And when you guys have your daily communications, is it more just like a shoot the shit kind of thing? Or do you guys have a framework that you follow to make sure you're hitting all the, all the nails? Uh, framework first, then shoot the shit. Can you talk to me a little about the framework that you, that you like? Yeah, it's usually, um, you know, I, I have an old school, every day I have a legal pad with things that need to get accomplished. And <laughs> that is old we, school. <laughs> we just cross them off, you know. And then next day we add the stuff back on that didn't get accomplished plus whatever's new. And so there's there's a point by point, hey, you got this, I got this, this is both of us, you know, whatever. Um, some of it's individualized if it's client-esque stuff. It's, even though we're all combined, he has clients he takes care of, I have clients I take care of. So there's so, those sort of things. So. so you make your list of items to do. You, so you assign each task, figure out who, what, what tasks you guys yeah. are both going to handle. And as far as helping each other carry the weight. What's that distribution? Because you guys own the business kind of 50-50, yep. right? You're equal partners. How do you determine who's going to... Like, are there times when somebody takes on the majority of the work, the other person doesn't? How do you manage yeah, that? Yeah, so depending on what it is. So um, I like I happen to do a lot more like running the books, financials, things. He um, 
typically will, if there's research to be done on certain things, he'll do that. If it's, you know, it just whatever you're better at, you tend to do. So um, we kind of split it that way. Hey, this is your strength. You go ahead and do it. So there's times, hey, maybe he's carried the bulk of what's happened over the last month. There's yeah. other times it falls in my lap. Yeah. So it's, it's again, like I said earlier, supplementing each other's strengths. Yeah. You, your strengths are not you his and his are not yours. So. And I mean, what happens is, is I still get better at those things because I'm watching him and doing it with yeah. him. Same thing, you know. Um, so that, that helps. You get more well-rounded that way, you know, that you're not just like, well, I'm never going to have that skill. You know? Absolutely. So. And do you feel like that's, I mean, even from the personality perspective, um, I'm not sure how close you guys are as far as, far as personality, but just the mindset of him being more go, 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 you being a little bit more held back. I mean, it's opposites attract, right? You guys probably... To some degree. I mean, we are very similar in that very social, very... Um, sports-oriented, family-oriented, things of that nature. So a lot okay. of that is the same. It's, it's I would say, more alike than not alike, but the business parts that make it work are the parts that aren't alike. So do you feel like the outside, just even having the similar outside interests has helped benefit your guys' relationship oh, and yeah. keep the longevity? Well, yeah, because there's things like, hey, let's do... Uh, Let's get together business-wise, but we'll do it around, you know, a fight in Vegas or a football game. I mean, we have season oh, tickets cool. to the Raiders and stuff like that. So always both like to gamble, so we're always hitting there or wherever it may be. We've been all over the place. Benefits know. of owning your own business. Yeah. All those are business are yes. business trips. Yes. So Amazing. Yeah. You know, so um, definitely um, has helped over time, you know, that just being two like-minded people in general. Yeah. Helps out. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's jump into a little bit more of these fundamentals because mm-hmm. this whole podcast is about giving business owners the tools that they need sure. to be successful. And you have a really unique background where you're a financial advisor, but you've also built these businesses to be majorly profitable, aka showing that yeah. you uh, that you know how to manage your money. Sure. You know how to utilize your money properly. And I've, you show me pictures of your house. It's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. So obviously, you, you've set yourself up in a good position as a business owner. What kind of tips and advice do you have for business owners when it comes to making their money and then making sure they're spending their money right both in their business and externally so they can continue to build their wealth outside of their business? Sure. So um, first thing, make sure you structure it correctly. Whether for you, you know, you got to talk to, I'm not a CPA, but talk to your CPA, whether it should be an LLC, S-Corp, sole proprietorship, what have you. Make sure you structure it correctly, especially for tax purposes, so that you can take full advantage of that. Okay. Um, uh, I will say that, you know, um, the federal government causes me to make more money by what they want to take from me. Explain so, that a little bit. So, you know, X amount of dollars, whatever it is, there's a range that somebody's going to be happy. But you want to tax me. So for me, the way the rules are set up, that they've set these up tax-wise, it's more advantageous for me to own more assets to avoid the taxes. So get wealthier, even though I was happy making, let's just call it 250000 now I've gotten up to where I'm making 400000 and you force me to because you want to take what I make. Interesting. So one of the most effective ways to do it is to own more assets. So... For example, um, every three years I can buy a vehicle that weighs over six, I think it's 6,000, 6,500 pounds, and I get a massive tax write off for it. 
What was your most recent purchase on that? Uh, so I just wrecked my truck, so I'll be buying a new one next year. I think I'm going to get the Tesla truck next year. So. Oh, dude, you're going to make me <laughs> jealous. I better, you better be giving me a ride around I town will. because, dude, that so. is one of the, that's one of my, and it's not super expensive either. That it's truck's not that bad. Not, I think it's, it's like 80 bad. or 90 grand yeah. for the, for the mid tier. Yeah. And so I'll, I mean, I'm going to go for the best one they have because the, <laughs> the more I spend, the more you, more you save you anyway. So, um, but it, especially being around town now, I don't have to necessarily, um, worry about like you know not charging or whatever and i have solar i'll charge it at home so that but yeah that that'll be one and then i'll probably buy um a i need a utv for hunting so i'll probably buy one of those through the business and then you get to write it off if you structure it right you know so what other kind of assets are you are you buying Uh, so you got buildings for my partner last year so he runs his office out of a building um in la mesa down he's in san diego um, you but, bought the building. Yeah, we went, it's just a small building. Like, like you know, it's well, it's it's basically a converted home. Like you would find on four streets, some of them here. Gotcha. So, but we did it more so that we may at some point tear down that building because of zoning laws have changed and build like a four or sixplex. Wow. And then make a lot more money on that. And that's through the business. Yeah. And is that a tax write-off too? Sure. Of course. <laughs> and we got Amazing. it through. Um, an SBA loan at the time. So back in COVID, they were giving SBA loans where they paid a ton of the closing costs and down payment for it. They us. gave money to basically yeah. every business. Owner, so you right? have to be ready to take advantage of those things if they come along. Okay. You know, okay. I don't, don't regret taking advantage of them. Okay. So, you know, there's some of it for a minute. I was like, ah, I don't really need it. But when you started seeing who took it, and you're talking about the SBA loan, right? All of the stuff that came out in COVID. Yeah. You know, you, you should take it. I mean, if they're going to lend money at 3%, take the money because I can make more than 3% on it. Yeah, absolutely. You so, you, so you've got your, you've got your cars as tax write-offs. You've got yeah. your buildings that write, obviously appreciate. just virtually all kinds of things off, you know. I mean, yeah. you have to, again, talk to your CPA, make sure you're not running afoul and getting in trouble. But mm-hmm. you do uh, the most you can. I mean, so your cell, like I always have a new cell phone. Why? Well, it's business related. So, yeah. and I always used to have one of the best cell phones because I wouldn't. In general, I'd be like, whatever, phone's a phone to some degree. But uh, new computer equipment. So I usually will always, you know, I got them in the office. Um, you saw when I just decked out the new office TVs and stuff. Yeah, it's wicked. It's a write off. So, anyway. okay. So always invest in your business. Um, I've gotten as much as obviously I believe in the returns of the stock market. That's what I do for a living and do it for my clients. Um, investing in your business is going to give you way more ROI. So would you say? And tell me if this is might be a little bit too too much of an aggressive statement, yeah. but don't be afraid to spend the money on your business. Absolutely not. You have to. You have to be able to, you have to, on an annual basis, be putting money back into your business. Never not put money back into your business on an annual basis. Hey guys, so just a quick break. I do this podcast to bring as much value as possible to as many people as possible. So if you're getting value from this, I'd love it if you would leave a review. I'm growing this completely organically, aka no ad spend, so it would be a huge help. Appreciate you and enjoy the rest of the show. So you're not saying go spend it on stupid shit, but you're saying no. go spend it on things that are going to help drive the business yeah. forward, but don't be afraid to spend the money. No. What's cash going to do just sitting in the bank account, right? No, not, usually not much. You know, um, and like I said, uh, you know, I think 
hundred something thousand dollars into Alaska, I'm getting a heck of a lot more of that back yeah. out of it now. Yeah. So, so yeah. that that's awesome within the business. Let's talk about externally outside the business. If you're a business owner, let's say your business is making five hundred grand a year, you're taking one hundred and fifty out of it. What do I need to do as a business owner to continue to grow my wealth outside of it? What kind of investments can I make? What what should I be doing with my money? So that should be well diver- you know well diversified. So obviously, um, you know some of it just to offset your taxes should be going into you can do solo four hundred one ks and things where it's just, even if you're just like you, it's just you maybe or you and another person, yeah. you can do four hundred one ks where at least you can. Uh, at this point, I'm trying to defer as much as my income to not get taxed. Yeah. So if I can put it into retirement accounts where I may make a lot less income down the road or uh, even just worry about paying it later, I'll do that. So I obviously do have retirement accounts uh, as well. Um, but then you're, you're talking um, other businesses, real estate opportunities, um, things of that nature where you can do it. Other assets that the business holds, again, real estate would be one, but even... Um, you know, if you need vehicles, uh, upgrading your computer equipment, don't don't sit there and wait eight years to upgrade your your office equipment. It's an asset to you, so so do that. Um, you know, other business ventures again. Um, you look like one of my S corp owns my interest in everything that I own. So, do you own anything personally, or is it all through? I'm remember the house is in my trust. You know, um, so so you I, should be I, trying to buy everything through the business. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's so you the when you structure it like that, there's two things. One, you have a, a legal entity that's going to get sued first, so there's a shield, there's a, a protective shield um, for you. Um, and then two, if I can pay corporate tax rates versus personal income tax rates, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and pay as much on the corporate tax rate as I can versus personal income tax. Yeah, now, there's a ratio. You can't just go oh. I'll pay myself one dollar, and the rest of it. it doesn't work that way. But you got to pay yourself a fair wage a based on amount, how much money it, your there's business. A, there's is a ratio that it slides with. Yeah, you know. So um, a lot of people don't realize too. If you leave it in the corporation or LLC, you still owe the tax on it. So yeah. if you leave a balance in there, you're still going to pay the so, tax on it. So yeah, you know, it depends on what you're doing. You know, you still sometimes we have to, you know, for things we want to do that. But um, there's even times where I've taken it. You know, just paid the tax and then put it, you know, had to put it back or something later just to, if I needed to. Yeah. Um, you know, so it just depends. But, um, you know, um, you know, if you happen to have a business that you need vehicles, don't, you know, have a couple. Don't wait until you it's too late. I, you know, I need these vehicles. Have them ready because, again, they're write-offs. They're, they're okay to own. They're assets to the company. And they depreciate and you can write that off against your taxes. There you go. So here's what I'm hearing, and tell me if I'm wrong here. Try to pay yourself as little personal income through the business. Try to buy everything through the business because that gives you that legal entity as support or as protection. Yeah, everything that you can. I mean, obviously, there's certain things. I can't go buy seven personal cars and put them on the business. But, you know, if you're allowed that one, like I said, that's why a lot of people know that that truck uh, rule it's basically a truck rule because you need to have it weigh so much or SUV. Um, is why the F one fifty is the most sold vehicle in America. <laughs> that doesn't. It's not because me. somebody who just wanted an F one fifty. It's usually the most expensive of the trucks, and so you're going to get the biggest. Savings. And the government weren't they given this? Uh, weren't they given the electric vehicle 
like payment they were they were basically paying you for buying electric vehicles at, at some point at one, at one point they were i don't know that they have that i don't anymore. i think they removed it because I mean, yeah. so many people were Started taking advantage them. of yeah. it yeah you know so um but yeah it's i mean things like that you want to be aware of and sometimes yeah. you you know depending on uh your cpa is only going to have as much knowledge as you give them yeah so you really want to ask them questions they'll tell you no if you can't do it so ask them you know and then there's certain things you'll see on the internet, people, oh, you should do it. No, no, yeah. that's not really true, you know, or you're running, I don't want to be audited, you know. Have a good relationship with your CPA Absolutely. and have a good CPA. Have a good CPA. You want. It's like another CPA. business partner, essentially, Absolutely. isn't it? I fly to um, San Diego for mine. He's, he's great, but I fly down there for it every year. So nice. Sometimes multiple times. Even um, we are looking at um, the company in Alaska expanding into the Bahamas, um, and when we were talking about it with him in our late year meeting, he uh, was like, hey, as your friend and your CPA, let's, you're in your second year here. You're doing great, but let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit and nice. let's make sure, you know. So we're, we're taking that one slowly. We're, we're, we're in the early stages of taking a look at some stuff, but we're going to slowly bring that along, make sure we're, we're not overextending things of that nature. Well, dude, next time we have you on, you're going to have to tell us about the Caribbean business. No, yeah. Because yeah. that'll be, that'll be yeah. awesome. So, another, yeah. another multi-million dollar business in the Caribbean. Yeah. Now you've got all the vacation yeah. spots set up. 